Welcome to Living Well with Ann Beal. Our show is a health show, a lifestyle show, and an empowerment show rolled into one. Get ready to hear some stories of success, healthy living tips, and suggestions to get motivated and live your best life. Now, here is your host, Ann Beal. Hi, welcome to Living Well. I have a wonderful guest today. We are going to help you know how to stay well, how to feel better than you felt ever. Are you sick and tired of just being moderately healthy? I think what people often say is, are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Well, my guest today owns and runs a business with her husband, an organic, fresh fruits and vegetables co-op. And they deliver organic fruit and vegetables all over Texas and into Oklahoma. And Monica Brown, our guest today, has eight children. And one of the things that she stands out doing all this is that her kids rarely to never get sick. That's right. And how old is your oldest, Monica? My oldest is 21. He's 21. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things I asked you was how often do they get sick? Is it never? Is it some? And you said, well, sometimes they get headaches. Right. There may be a headache. There may be, you know, a Something for a day, but normally nothing. Not, definitely no colds, no um, flu, no reason to go to a doctor. So far in 15 years since we started our business, um, we basically established good habits overall. And so what's happened is, a couple of years ago I looked back and went, "Oh my goodness, this just happened." My son is 18 or 19 years old at that time, and I'm thinking, "We didn't have the common flu. We've never had a flu shot ever." Um, you know, maybe a runny nose. That's about the worst. A headache here and there. Every once in a while, just a sick tummy. But nothing that's taken a child down for more than a day. So that means no earaches, no infections. The only child that's ever had antibiotics to this date was the oldest who had cut his hand and had to go to the hospital for a surgery. Well, and antibiotics so, are great. That's yeah. the wonderful medicine out there. Well, and we, we are so glad to have you on the Thank show you. today. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's, we, um, she actually came from Irving, Texas mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. to join me here in Hazlitt. Yes. And so we just run all over Texas, don't we? Yes, we do. Now, I know when you travel, delivering, do you actually deliver the fruits and vegetables yourself? I did, personally, for a period of time. But now, other people do. My husband and my son do. Yeah, I kind of stay home with the, the two-year-old. <laughs> right. Well, so, and it. You couldn't run all over Texas. No, no. There's a whole team of people who do it. They come and pick it up, and they deliver it to the families. And you guys have quite a factory kind of now. I mean, I saw it online. Mm -hmm. If you go to Mm yourhealthsource.org, that is where you have um, all the pictures of what you guys do. That's right. And so it's a whole family kind of involvement. Yes. My husband, my oldest son, and my second oldest son all work together. Um, They do background work, but they also deliver the food and work at our base site, which is based out of Fort Worth. So they're definitely a team. Well, that is wonderful that you work together Mm -hmm. like that. Now, your youngest is two, I take it, because you said you're home with your Mm two-year-old. What made you finally get to the point where you decided to do the Mm co-op? Okay. Well, you know, one of the things that happened for me is that I recognized I had 10 years of a challenge, digestive challenges, female cycle challenges. Our first sons are born six and a half years apart, and it took us four years to get the first one. So um, health wasn't quite right. Something wasn't right if you were wanting children and not having them. So I knew there's some connection here. And then someone told me, if you'll check into eating, change the way you're eating, then you might just 
inadvertently fix these other challenges. I remember, this is very old school, but I would go into Barnes & Noble and look at the medical desk reference that they had there and look through and see, well, what, what, does, what should digestion be like and what should a female cycle be like? And mine were definitely not right. I knew that. But the desk reference really didn't help me. It was like, oh, some people are like this, some people are like that. It's very vague. And so, and I didn't ever have a doctor tell me about changing my diet. And so when I got the message, oh, more vegetables, more fruit, get off the package stuff, my lettuce was iceberg lettuce. I didn't know any different. And so when I did that, it changed those things. And because it changed those things, my digestion and my cycle straightened out, then my, I would begin telling my friends. And my husband lost weight, and we were like, whoa, this is great. But I was 30 years old, and so at the time, it was the first time in my life that I really had, I think, the personal discipline and desire. I'd had enough of the ugly that I was like, okay, I don't want to live this way forever, and I don't want to be the cause of a future problem. My digestion was so bad that I thought it wouldn't be beyond my future to have um, like a colon surgery. And I thought, well, if I, can't pre- if I can prevent it, I want to do that. I don't want to be the cause. So when I got the new information about heavy fruits and vegetables, and I had enough of being sick and tired of sick and tired, like you said earlier, right. then it was like, okay, let's try this for six months and see what happens. So we started out with conventional vegetables. We eventually went over to organic, but even the conventional had an amazing effect. So that so was awesome. not necessarily organic, you're saying? No, just more vegetables and more fruit, more than we had ever done before, and then skipping or switching over from like iceberg to your darker greens. So there were some things I had never eaten before. Like I had never had a mango that wasn't from a can. You know, I, had, I didn't know bok choy. I didn't know kale. I didn't, and I know really from my childhood, I had moderation. That was the gift my mom gave me was moderation. But when she went to the store way back then, iceberg is what you had. You didn't have kale and chard and these things that, at least not in our grocery store. Well, and I I think that back then, there were more nutrients in the iceberg lettuce. Right. And and there were more nutrients in the banana. I mean, one of the things they say is 70% of the nutrients of a banana are gone now Mm -hmm. because of the way they mass pick it so right. early they pick it before it's ripe right and the same thing with so many things but the iceberg lettuce used to have a lot of nutrients in it yes well, that's why they didn't have to have all I mean nobody saw kale and stuff like that right. or the red red leaf and green leaf and so mm-hmm. it is amazing how things have changed yes well and I was very excited when I heard of all the things that you and your husband suffered with mm-hmm. that and your kids mm-hmm. like you didn't actually on it didn't say your kids but you and right. your husband like his vision mm-hmm. his um, snoring yes mm-hmm. your sleep issues mm-hmm. and I don't know when you said hormonal I'm like hormonal mm-hmm. like hormonal right and then over and then it, you could tell it was all gone so his vision is better yes yes and definitely not getting worse which is That's great amazing it is and you only hear through a few sources that you can actually improve you think well I'm just getting older it's going to get worse and you know there may be obviously we're going to grow older and we do have an end to our lives so we don't we're not going to be like a newborn baby in our 60s or 70s but if you get if you get your ear down low to the ground and you check it out you're going to find people who have reversed their vision challenges or improved them so you know it's just vegetables heal that's what I was taught and fruits cleanse. So we started out vegan. We went all the way to vegan. We just said, okay, we're dropping the meat. We're dropping the dairy. We're clearing out our pantry. We gave some food away. And then we just brought in, like I say, more vegetables, more fruit, learned how to deal with them because we didn't know how, how can you tell 
how do you, well, how do you handle an avocado and make sure you use it that kind of thing so we just did that and then the weight fell off and the snoring even to this day so we're 15 years later and my husband has gained some of his weight back so he's not as trim as he was he's not quite the ever ready bunny that he was at that point <laughs> he was ever ready bunny yeah he was um, or he transitioned to that and he was like whoa I can't believe how great I feel and so but in the neat the neat thing to say is that in 15 years time he dropped 40 pounds almost immediately he's he's gained about 15 back and he wants to get that off so He's had his fudge factor and everything, but it's been great because in all that time, I'm like, you know, really, that's amazing that in 15 years, you didn't just gain it back because typically people lose and gain right back. Right. So for him, he was able to keep it off with a little extra that he you know, didn't want, but he never went back to the full amount or beyond it, which is what happens a lot of times. So I'm really proud of him that way. And then from time to time now, he will have a little snore, but not like what he had before. So, again, probably with that last 15 pounds again off, he's going to see that disappear again, most likely, because a lot of times it's the weight that causes the snoring, you know, at night. Right. So you sleep better. I sleep great. You would have been the one to notice about the snoring. I sleep great. Yes, I hardly ever. I'm never really awoken by him anymore, where she used to. And I remember growing up, my mom had to sleep in a different room because my dad had the whole CPAC thing on his face, and the snoring was horrible. So it was really, it can be really uncomfortable for two people to be in the same room when one of them has a bad snoring problem. Yeah. We we had a family member who snored on our vacation. Mm -hmm. We could hear it through the whole house. It was so bad. And we can sleep. So Mm -hmm. definitely you would want that. Absolutely. Can you tell everyone what a co-op is? Okay. So for us, we have a co-op style model is what we call it. Because people don't vote or anything like that in our group. Basically, it's kind of simple. I I look at a, a list of food that's available. I make sure we have so many vegetables and so many fruit. Usually it's nine or ten different vegetables in every box and four or five fruits in every box. So that's going to look like a couple of heads of lettuce, a couple of tomatoes, onions and potatoes maybe every other time. So every two weeks that's what you'd see in your box. And then that variety of fruit. So I, I do the best to shop and then put together a basic box. So our basic box is $50 and some people even half that and get half that. Half for the half. They half for the half. Twenty-five dollars or twenty-seven, depending. But anyway, um, I order it in. I tell everyone, "Here's what's coming," and then they just pick it up in two weeks. So that's it's a little different than if you think about voting or everyone sending in individual orders. You just get on the program for a standing box, and you get it every two weeks. And there you go. And and the thing with co-ops, I mean, they've mm-hmm. been around for a while, but I had never heard of them mm-hmm. until I got more out in the country. Right. Now, Plano is no longer country, but that's where I heard of it. Uh-huh. And Colleyville is no longer country. Right. So, but they were. And um, definitely out here, mm-hmm. it is so helpful because trying to find really good, like we don't have a... Uh, sprouts or mm-hmm. um, Whole Foods or Central Market. I mean, you have mm-hmm. to drive away. Right. Exactly. And so it is wonderful to have them delivered. Also, it's hard to find organic. Right. Now, um, it's good to know and for people to hear that it doesn't have to be organic. Right. And I, I know Christian Archer, who we had on before, mm-hmm. just don't stress. Mm-hmm. You know, find what you can. Don't worry too much about right. it. If you happen to come across organic and you can afford it, yes. isn't it crazy that it's more expensive, even though they do less. Right. Yes, exactly. Well, if they certify it, they have to jump through some hoops. But yes, exactly. So, and that is something I always like to emphasize. Whether people get their food through our system, just go to the store, go to the farmer's market, just start, just focus on the real food that's in the grocery store versus the packaged things. And you do that, you're going to cut out a whole lot of chemicals. You're going to cut out hormones and things. And with our delivery, if they want to, they can order local 
grass-finished beef. And they can also get whole chickens and chicken in, cut into pieces and everything. So you can cut significantly the challenges that you have just by making those kind of changes and going less packaged, more fresh. And I think that's been a secret for our family. I didn't. I really don't even know all the chemicals or things that are in the food. I just know if I'm going to get that, it's going to be organic. If I'm going to get my vegetable, I'm going to at least get vegetables. If I can get organic, I do. And the same with my fruit. And then our grains are another thing. We'll do quinoa and millet. Those are two that almost anybody can tolerate. And then we do real wheat. So we get the actual wheat seed in a big bulk bag through our co-op. And we will make fresh flour so we can have biscuits and cake and tortillas and just amazing things that you can't buy out in the market. You can't go to a restaurant and sit down and eat like we eat in our home and produce the health that we get as well. And I think it's important for people to know you can not get sick. And that it's all about yes. your food. Yes. And if you have allergies, mm-hmm. if you have rashes, if you have colds, if you have flu, of course, right. if you have stomach issues, I right. mean, it all goes back to nutrition. It does. It and really I think does. that this would be, and that's why I always say, pay your farmers mm-hmm. to keep you healthy, right. then pay the doctor to get you healthy and just pop a pill. Right. That you can truly, and it's not that hard. And that's one of the things I really like about yourhealthsort.org mm-hmm. is that it's not that hard and it's not that expensive. Because if I go, which I do often, mm-hmm. and try to find all the vegetables that I want for the recipes that I'm making. Mm-hmm. It is expensive. I mean, just to even, I mean, not even organic, just right. to go buy fruits and vegetables today. The right. prices are crazy. Mm-hmm. And so when you told me your box every two weeks is $50, I about fell over, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. then the other things you add in, it is much cheaper. Is. One of the things also that I learned is two weeks shopping, which I still try to do today, right. that if I only shop every two weeks, it cuts my budget in half. And so if I go get everything I need for two weeks, right. and then I finish what mm-hmm. I have, and I I don't mean empty every can. Sure. I have people go, ah, well, right. that's not what I mean. Sure. If I'm not running back and forth to the store to get things, mm-hmm. when I run back and store, run back and forth, mm-hmm. I end up instead of, you know, let's say 400 a month, it's 800 a month. Right. For, you know, and so the way you're doing it is the best way to do it to keep the cost down. Right. And then you can also order your meats. And even do mm-hmm. you have the sea salts and the oh, yes. Himalayan salts? Absolutely. So just as an example, if someone emailed our company, orders at yourhealthsource.org. If you email, you can ask for a dry good list and you can look at that. It's it, it's in an Excel format right now. But if you looked at that and just use that as a guide of what to put in your pantry, little by little, the correct oils, like you mentioned, sea salt, whole grains, like quinoa, that's one, or some people say quinoa, but it's quinoa because it looks like that. It's really strange, but it's a great, it's actually 100 times more nutritious than wheat. So that's just one move you could make to go, whoa, I'm going to nourish myself. So like as an example, I will take a, a supplement, especially um, during pregnancy. But most of the time, it's not, my, it's not my go-to. My diet is my go-to. So I just look at it and go, what is it characterized by? Have I fallen off the bandwagon and in what ways? And then how can I go back on and improve, you know, two or three days after a party or whatever it is we're doing? So, um, and as a note, a side note to you mentioning it being a savings, our oldest is 21. He'll go out and eat. And he just told me yesterday, Mm. he said, I go eat and I eat well. He's not drinking alcohol or anything like that. But he said, you know, many meals are $15 a pop. So think about the power. He was thinking about it. He said, think about when you go to, say, um, a great Mexican restaurant and you get beans and rice and avocados and all that great stuff and some meat. And you're like, oh, that's so good. But you just spent who knows what. Right. Okay. But if you make it at home. Mom and Pop's Cafe, you know, at your house, it is so far better, and you can double it so you have it maybe for two days or three days. 
So he was noticing just a bag of, say, pinto beans made at home compared to going out for a burrito somewhere, which might be a better choice when you're out trying to buy food, getting yourself a bean burrito versus maybe something fried or whatever. But he recognized, whoa, he's seeing his app from his bank that's showing him how much he's spending on his food. And he reckoned, whoa, just a single guy by himself could easily spend $100 a month. So our box every two weeks for $50 literally nine or ten different vegetables in there, four or five different fruits. It's like, and we haven't changed that price in seven years. So we've been able to say, whoa, let's do this. Let's just get a steady supply of organic fruits and vegetables into our diet. We add on, obviously, our family being as large as it is, we'll add apples and cases of apples and things like that. And cases? No, no, I, I believe it. And, cases. you know, your idea of shopping every two weeks, it's great. We have a day that we are like a power day where we bring that food in, and it's tiring sometimes, but we'll, yesterday was our day. And we start with cleaning the house, cleaning the bathrooms, you know, projects around the house. And one of the projects is to make enough food to last us several days. So it might mean there's rice or beans cooking on the stove or something spaghetti or a big soup, and then in, someone's over here tearing up kale and getting that ready. We made a huge bowl of kale yesterday, and it was a spicy kale salad that we have on our website. Well, what's great about kale is you make it on Sunday. You can eat off of it till Friday, whereas you do romaine or another lettuce, it might last you two or three days in the refrigerator, and that's it. So if you can get behind, kind of powerhouse it, do your two-week shopping, get your stuff in, make it, make a few things that last over the next few days. When you go to make a meal, it's not that difficult and you can have a good portion of it fresh and raw by doing that. Well, and one of the things Bob Harper always says is it's good to prepare everything to be able to prepare things quicker, yes. right? So do all the chopping and um, sauteing and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and then you put it in the refrigerator, and right. then when you go to make it, mm-hmm. you can do it really fast. So exactly. one of the things we do is we chop and do all that stuff on like a Saturday, right? and then on Sunday, we make food for the week. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if we don't make enough, then we'll just grab, like one of the things we love is, is um, spaghetti squash, squash yes. and then you can cook it, and then just get the strands and mm-hmm. put them in the refrigerator so it's like spaghetti. Yes. One of the things that I've been told about you okay. is that there are things in that box because you try to do it seasonally, right. which is one of the reasons your children are well. Yes. Because God gave us all these fruits and vegetables seasonally right, right. to keep us well in yes. every season. Yes. But what's happened is we don't eat like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And so when you send it, it's very seasonal mm-hmm. usually. And if there's something in there you don't know how to cook, you have recipes. Right. If it, especially if it's something like something different, like say bok choy and you right. don't know, you don't know it's a leafy vegetable, mm-hmm. but I didn't know. And I was following a recipe and I was like, what's bok choy mm-hmm. and, and what's chard and Swiss chard? Yes. And, and so how would I use this? And so you have that in there. Yes. What every food list that goes out has a few recipes attached to it. And also we do, I do have a blog and it's just your health source blog.org. And on there you'll find like cabbage and kale and bok choy and different recipes available. And we have a Yahoo e-group also where people just share recipes. So it's not, it's just not dependent on one thing, but you're right. Bok choy something just wasn't even a word in my vocabulary. No. no. <laughs> so, you know, now it is. And you, you just also, find out. 
I know you have some Valentine's goodies. <clears throat> you have some treats that people can make for Valentine's yes. that are really good. Yes. Can you tell us what those are? Okay, so the whole sweet factor is real and it's important. It is. It's real and it's important. So, um, and I have to say my my um, secret weapon is my husband because he does have a sweet tooth. So he loves to make things for the family. And one of them is peppermint patties that have the real peppermint oil in it, which Kristen would love. Yes. And absolutely what she would use is that um, peppermint oil. But it's just dark chocolate. It's coconut shreds. It's coconut oil. It has a little peppermint in there. And it is on our blog. And it's peppermint patty. So look look for that. That was one. Another one that's really out there if you want to do something, take a little more time and be unusual, is a date cake. And it sounds Oh, date cake. Is that like like ancient? Dates are so sweet and good. And they're so good for you. We carry them with us. Our, my kids eat them. We stuff dates with nut butters, and it just you can freeze a bunch of those and just take them out with you as you go. So to me, it's God's candy. That's the way I look at it. But it is a big date, and it some people have other things they think it looks like. So it's like really funny the reactions people have. So there's date cake. There's um, peppermint patties. We do a um, chocolate-covered berries so we'll just dip you know berries in real chocolate dark chocolate and there's a little recipe for that on the blog as well we just have a lot of fun celebrating and it's neat to know that sugars are okay natural sugars are it's just different than what we grew up with and so when once we make those changes there's the it really opens up there's a lot of things you can do easily and we'll make a cake too a chocolate cake same thing just look for it on the recipe blog and you'll see fresh flour real butter natural sugar um, all that. So just it's it's cool. You've got a lot of freedom uh, to do fun things. I almost don't even want to use that word diet because that's so negative. Right. But it really, it's about just changing what you're doing and enjoying it. Now, the, I know there's the main thing is just more fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And that's the one main thing. I think that's our rock solid right there. Right. Yeah, I really do. But then the sugars, what's interesting is that I'm so glad now, even at Walmart, mm-hmm. they have re- just cane sugar, mm-hmm. just the real cane sugar right. that is light brown. Right. You know, and so you can get it. And they have the cubes of cane sugar, mm-hmm. which aren't perfect squares. Right. They they shouldn't be perfect squares, yeah. and, but they do have the cubes. Right. And so that is so much better for you than all the other sugar, the refined sugar yes. and everything. And so also stevia is better if you're going to have to use a sweetener. Yes. But one of the things we found about dates is date paste that you can make in um it's the best sweetener for your homemade creamer. Mm-hmm. I just never realized dates could be used that way. Yes. It's a little water and the date paste. Mm-hmm. And then you put it in your heavy cream, which right. sounds crazy. Right. It's crazy. I, I made it this morning for my husband. Heavy cream. And you're both and milk, delighted. Yeah. Organic milk, whole uh-huh. milk. And a little date paste yes. with water. And then peppermint. Extract. See, I haven't tried that. And what some, you're talking about, I haven't even tried. So it's just like one more thing to have was, fun with. It was so good, and because the creamers are not good, the mm-hmm. ones that are out there. Mm-hmm. And so when you realize these are no problem, I even called Kristen just to say, "Okay, is this really okay? <laughs> maple syrup? Yeah, it's natural. Yes. Okay, it's got to be real maple syrup, though. That's right. Um, That's so right. There's when, a difference. <laughs> when you learn, you get excited about. Yes, that. you do. Now I know everyone who's listening. The eight children just are like, "What?" Yeah. And that's one of the things that when I look at people, I mean, you. Have have eight children here well yes you've had the energy you and your husband and I know Mm -hmm. your energy level has gone way up Mm -hmm. which I would think you would need immensely absolutely and you run a business as a family yes and you guys are I mean it's just wonderful to see that Mm -hmm. and so you talk about living well well it's wonderful to live it um we've had different points where we've dipped you know where you are overwhelmed by the circumstances this past year my dad passed away so that was like oh that was a really hard time but um I wouldn't change what we've done and I'm I'm amazed that 
I really do wake up feeling like, okay, here, I can do this. I'm, a, I'm ready for this. And then I have a motivation for living, of course, all the kids and living well for them. So I'm excited about that. And like I say, I was pinching myself thinking, my son is now 21 and he still is religiously well. I mean, it's like, what, what is a better word? I don't know if that's a good one, but it's just like, oh my goodness, this is absolutely happening. What we set out to do is happening. And I read something just this morning. It said, if you realized how long you would live, you would take better care of who you are now. And so I'm trying to remember that. If I just remember, what if I did live another 30 or 40 years, then help me make good choices as I go along without being too you know, crazy about it, but just make those good choices and live a good example for the kids so they can go forward with their lives and live really live well, just like what you're talking about. And so many people, even if it's not the physical body, it's the mental. Mm-hmm. And your your family's doing so well that way. Yes. For me, what I do is I see people, their diet gets them so depressed and fatigued. Yes. And the fatigue, just being so tired, mm-hmm. makes, them, it makes them ache and hurt. Yes. And you, a lot of the way they eat with the deficiencies, they yes. have the chronic pain. Yes. And so it just snowballs and makes you feel so old. In reality... You know, we're told over and over, you can live to 120. Right. And yet the medical field tends to, if you're 60, oh, 50, they're like, oh, well, you know, you're old. I was in the hospital with someone the other day who had an ulcer Mm -hmm. and he was tired. And the lady goes, he's old. And he was 68. Mm -hmm. He's old. He deserves to be tired. Mm -hmm. And my husband didn't say anything. I could tell he was fuming. Mm -hmm. What? He deserves to be tired? Um, does he deserve to die? Does he deserve to? I mean, mm-hmm. the, the attitude. The hopelessness. Yes. Yeah. Whereas I know I'll be running in a marathon or in a half marathon or in a 10K or whatever. Uh-huh. And I have 77, 80-year-old people pass me sometimes. Yes. And I'm just like, what? You talk about feeling like I'm not going very fast. Yes. I had a 77-year-old lady. I didn't know how old she was until she got the award for that age group. Right. She passed me. Pushing a kid in a stroller, one of those running strollers, right near the finish line. Overachiever. And so then she got her award. My kids were like, so how'd you do, Mom? Well, in comparison. <laughs> I know. And so people, you can do so well. And so that is exciting. And so yes. I wanted you to share that. We want to hear more about how in the world with your eight kids you're able to do all that. Yes. Now, you have some wonderful recipes to share with us as I well. Do. So you guys stay right here. When we get back from break, we have so much more to learn. She has eight diet changes, simple diet changes you can do mm-hmm. to totally change your health. Right. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with Living Well. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Life Solutions Coaching and Counseling in Fort Worth, Texas is a full-service wellness clinic providing individual, group, and family counseling, one-on-one coaching for life and wellness, and naturopathic treatments of medical massage therapy combined with essential oils to ensure you reach your health and wellness goals. Sessions are available in person or by phone. Get started on your new life today. Just call 817-232-1363 or go to LifeSolutionsCoachingAndCounseling.com or email them at LifeSolutions.com cc at yahoo.com we're all living in the moment but you never know when life is going to take a unique turn it doesn't have to be a challenge but perhaps more of a detour to get where we need to be on the sky's the limit host karen levitt knows that experience having faced it herself learn about her journey from a life-changing event to where she is now her guests are amazing people who are living these experiences and overcoming obstacles 
Learn from their stories every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Listening to Living Well with Ann Beal. We'd love to hear from you with comments and questions about the show. Please send us an email to ablivingwell at gmail.com. That's ablivingwell at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back for our second half of Eight Things to Change in Your Diet to Make You Super Healthy. And we talked about are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? And for those that have tried so hard, are you tired of being only moderately healthy? Mm-hmm. I have Monica Brown from yourhealthsource.org. Mm-hmm. Monica is the mother of eight children. Yes, mm-hmm. I said eight. Mm-hmm. The oldest is 21. Yes. Youngest is two. And they run a co-op mm-hmm. with organic fruits and vegetables and deliver them all over the te- Texas area and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So you guys listen in. These kids don't get sick. Um, I did ask her, do they really never, like ever, Ever? Well, sometimes they get headaches. Mm-hmm. So I want her to share more about the eight things to change your diet because we haven't really gotten to that except right. for the fruits and vegetables. Right. We talked about that. And I know you mill your own grain, mm-hmm. which I want to know how to do that. And okay. I, you told me 15 years ago, Kristen Archer taught yes. you that. I'm like, what? She hadn't taught me that yet. <laughs> yeah. So we are so glad to uh, have you here to do this. Thank and you, you guys, this is very exciting because you don't want to be sick. No. They have so much energy, and their family, there were some things that Monica and her husband, Jim, had mm-hmm. suffered from. Hers, pretty severe digestive problems, mm-hmm. which are gone. Mm-hmm. Her husband's snoring, vision, mm-hmm. your hormonal, mm-hmm. your weight. One of the things you said is, yeah. how much weight did you lose? Well, I would say, I mean, I've been pregnant five times since the, <laughs> since, you know, and, I, and three of our children are adopted. So, you know, the first time I was pregnant, it was like, I gained 60 pounds, and that was pre this, which is quite a gain for the first baby, but I think a lot of people do that the first time around. And then thereafter, I was able to, you know, 30 to 45 pounds and actually even more than that. So I've gained weight and lost weight many times since we started our diet change. And you've said you got back down to your high school weight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I range anywhere from like 118 to 122-ish or something like that. And it really is from just a healthy overall diet. Okay. We want that. We want that. Everybody wants to fit in their high school clothes. Yes, absolutely. Unless they were in the 70s. They don't want to fit in those clothes. No, no. But, um, yeah. Let us know how. Okay. So, like we said, the first thing is just more vegetables and more fruit. So, you just really have to evaluate yourself and look and see, what am I doing? And what, look in your refrigerator. It'll tell you. Look on your counter. If you've got fruits and vegetables pretty much all in there, you got it. You're on the path. So, that was the number one thing that we did. And we, you and I emphasized earlier that, for me, it wasn't all organic in the beginning. So, don't let yourself stop your path of health and wellness based on whether or not you're getting organic or not. If you're eating vegetables, you're on the right path. Vegetables heal and fruits cleanse is what I was taught. And then the second thing we did was we changed our flour. So we we had we bought a mill, and the mill will pay for itself. So if you start making your own things, it actually within like a year it's totally paid for. So where do you get a mill? 
You can order them online. The one we use is a Nutramil, and I get mine from a lady out of Colorado who's been a bread baker for years. But mo- a lot of people aren't ready for bread baking. They're like, oh, I can't even imagine that. So what I'm going to do is show you how to change your grains over without even owning a mill. But if you oh, had a mill, you get the grain, and you put it in the mill, just pour it in, and within 10 minutes, you can have 20 cups of flour. So if you can imagine, most people don't need 20. If you happen to own a high-power blender like a Vitamix, you can put a couple of cups in the grain blender that you can buy and grind it up, and you got a couple cups of flour so you can make pancakes you can make biscuits um, cakes most cakes and things a couple cups of flour will do you so as an example we'll use fresh flour which comes from whole wheat or you can do rye or spelt or there's other grains called kamut and there's a lot of them out there and they are they're going to look like rice if you're familiar with just brown rice well these look there's little wheat seeds and you just put them in blend them and you get everything so you can do a Nutribullet or something like that as probably well. so and if nothing else you could just make it like people like oatmeal you can do oatmeal as a whole grain you could do wheat you just get the wheat grain and you put it in your Nutribullet grind it a little bit boil it with water on the stove and it's like a cream of wheat you made at home with nothing removed so what happens in the milling process is they take the wheat grind it up they take about four or five different things out of it things we're familiar with like bran middlings Wheat germ, some people are familiar with wheat germ. You used to buy in a bottle in the store, wheat germ and bran in separate bottles. And then there's an oil. Well, that oil is used in cosmetics now. It's a huge industry. All those things that are pulled out of wheat go into the cattle feed and dog feed like that. Instead of, if you make it yourself, you get all that yourself. And you, you need get, that. Yes, you get all the vitamin, that vitamin E oil is wonderful for you. So you get it fresh. And the thing about the fresh flour is if you don't freeze it within like, 24 hours, the vitamins and nutrition is out. That's why what you buy on the shelf or what you get that's packaged is enriched. And that's why, um, well, anyway, that's why. And the enriched is not great. I mean, no. they took it out, so then eventually mm-hmm. it got bad quick, and then right. they got to put it back in. Maybe I, bad because, is not Okay, right because word. I had digestive problems. I would go to the store and hunt for the wheat bread. Okay, wheat's better. And I would look for the fiber. Okay, which one has the most fiber? Because i got to have fiber. That's what they tell me. You know, I'm reading these books. And... I didn't, I didn't know that all that bread is wheat just about. Even the white bread is wheat. It's just been, the, the pieces have been pulled out of it. So it's something to look into. Look into that. But you can use millet. You can use brown rice. You can use oatmeal. So right now today, someone could start eating whole grains by using those types of things. So, but the mill itself is not hand grinding. It's just a, you plug it in. Pour in the wheat, and that fast you've got fresh flour. Is it kind of like the coffee grinder thing at the it's store? It's just like that. And we think. do the, for example, we do the same thing. We buy whole bean. We use a little mill, and we grind our coffee beans. Very similar process. Mm-hmm. Very easy. Not as backwards and awkward as you think it might. So be. I have a, a question. Yeah. So could you do it in the coffee grinder? You know, you might. Because we have those. You might. You, you can see. And it's definitely oatmeal. Sure. Right? Sure. Especially for smaller households. If you only have one or two people, you know, you think, oh, I don't need 20 caps. I don't need a machine like that. But if you have a blender or maybe a coffee grinder, you probably could. You probably want to devote your grinder to your wheat because you wouldn't want the coffee wheat flavor. So where do they get the um, the the actual fresh flour? I mean, to make it, where do they get the seed, the, the rice seed? Okay. Thing? So you can order it, like, through our co-op. And mm-hmm. there are people, families like mine, will order it on a truck that comes through. You know, I hey, you yeah, do. no kidding. But it's incredible. It's You cannot, you can't imagine if you've ever gone to a restaurant just for their bread because it smells so good and it tastes so good. This is what we do at our house regularly. I mean, we'll have crepes. We have pancakes. We have um, waffles, all made with the fresh stuff. And it's just great. So we don't feel like we're missing anything. But like I say, if you're trying to do something now, biscuits are easy. And I'll share that. Um, one of our recipes that we made just yesterday, we mixed up flour and some ingredients, and it's called fridge biscuits. So it's just dough sitting in the refrigerator. When we want some fresh bread, we'll just take enough out and cook it right then. 
So it's there waiting for us. And we can do the same with tortilla dough. It can be in the refrigerator. So maybe I've got beans made and I've got salad made and I've got tomatoes chopped. Just pull out the tortilla press, get the dough out, and boom, we've got tortillas for everybody. And those are a huge favorite in our house. So the next change. So the first thing was vegetables and fruit, just making it an emphasis. And then the second thing is the fresh flour and the other forms of grain that we really weren't doing. We didn't even know about quinoa. We didn't know about millet. And if you don't have, um, you know, because if you don't live in Texas or Oklahoma, mm-hmm. then, you know, a whole, like, Absolutely. Even, Go even to your health food store. Health food Ask store. them. They sell whole grain there all the time. You can I know get e- it. Even Sunshine Herbs, which is mm-hmm. a small health food store, mm-hmm. they have that kind of thing. Absolutely. You can get it. And, in fact, you can all, all, a lot of times you can get even in Kroger's because they've got little bags of whole grains. You can pick it up. They've got oh, a little Kroger. section. That's right. Yeah, they're doing a really good job. And then, okay, the third thing was just to change our sugar. So we didn't stop eating sugar. We just changed it to sucanol. Like you mentioned earlier, that's your cane sugar, natural. We do local raw honey. So we don't just buy run-of-the-mill honey. We do the local. And that is just, if you studied honey alone, how amazing that is for you. Real maple syrup, like mm-hmm. you said earlier. So we're not doing the 2% maple syrup with 98% corn syrup. And corn syrup is one of those things we mm. really stay away from. Uh, like, totally away from if we're if we're out and they have a little packet of ketchup we'll go ahead and eat that but at our home we have the natural ketchups and things like that that are sweet and naturally then there's molasses which is an old-fashioned one but very good for you full of iron fruit spreads that's your alternative to jelly jelly is typically full of sugar if you just turn around the bottle and look at it it'll say high fructose corn syrup corn syrup and sometimes sugar on top of that so that's just super bad for your blood sugar you're going to have diabetes over that if you're, you know, that kind of product is going to create those kind of problems. We do stevia, which you mentioned earlier. That's mm-hmm. just a plant product. It's totally natural. And then brown rice syrup is another one. So if you want to make like a Rice Krispie treat or something, you could do it with that. And then the fourth change was super easy. It was sea salt. Sea salt. Tastes great. No, nobody notices, oh, that salt tastes funny. It's not any different, whereas the sugars look different. But the sea salt tastes stronger. That's yes. one of the things because it's bigger pieces. Mm-hmm. And some people say, what about the iodine? You know, and so, but you're going to get the iodine. Yeah, and so if some you of them might have iodine in it. Too. Some of them do. Of and the sea it, salt. Does. You know, it wouldn't be a bad idea just to go get your blood tested. Where am I deficient? And then get it tested and come back in and go, okay, I need iodine. Because there is a great iodine supplement called Iderol. You can take it in capsules and you can yeah. take it liquid. That's so, what I tell people. Just go get iodine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've heard it. people have amazing results with just iodine. Mm-hmm. So then local grass-fed meat, we do that in, in smaller portions. But we do have it. And it's delicious. My husband just a few days ago made hamburgers. And we're like, oh, you couldn't get this anywhere. I know. We actually go to a butcher and mm-hmm. it's, you know, free range meat. Right. And I cannot get over the steaks. I can't get mm-hmm. over the meat. I'm just so blown away about how, how chewy, you know, how, um, not chewy, but it just how soft and, mm-hmm. and just wonderful. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not tough. It's right. not, it's just amazing. Right. And it's the same with a whole wheat. You think, oh, whole wheat, I don't want it. It's going to be hard to eat, but it's soft. It's fluffy. It's great. And it's full of fiber. So then we do cultured products. Whoops, I skipped the cheese there. The dairy. So do you want to choose from the farm, if mm-hmm. you can, some people can get raw, raw and fresh, and they love that. If you're not comfortable with that, just go for organic. I, I am big on organic with, say, creamer or half and half or milk, just because I don't want the extra hormones for me or my girls. I have four girls, and I don't want any of them with whacked out. Can hormones. you imagine how old are your girls? They are um, nine, nine. They're twins, and then there's an eight year, a seven, almost eight, and a six year old. Yes, yeah, so okay. they're pretty young still. Yes, but they're gonna, you know, they're hitting those. Are you know, right <laughs> behind, right before those years. <laughs> I always say, women don't mm-hmm. drink hormones. Don't mm-hmm. don't, you know, when you're into those men out there, you mm-hmm. don't want your women. 
or your daughters, anyone drinking extra hormones in the milk exactly. or eating it in the meat. I mean, that's estrogen yes. lots of times. And yes. so that's a lot of the uh, mood swings and all the problems you find. Yes. And in those teenagers, you can minimize that easily yes. to get rid of that by what you eat. Absolutely. Oh, yes. I mean, it's a, they, children are really designed to be energetic and healthy and ready for the world so mm-hmm. if they're if they're not like that there's something needs to change so okay so just we do organic valley that's a great brand you can pick it up at almost any store and they have a raw really raw cheese so years ago i went into one of the great health foods well it's not a health food store but it's central market and i was asking an employee i said which one of these cheeses is real and they go oh i forget you know yeah, I, oh. I can't remember and i'm like well that's like Velveeta is not cheese it's not real it's it's just you know and even that like we we will have that once a year maybe because it's still one of those things people love with, for parties and all but it's not real and a lot of these cheeses are called food processed cheese food or food product when it says that it's not real if you see raw on there the raw mild the raw cheddar with organic valley is a great one to try and then if you ever get to a farm that makes cheese it's like over the top amazing it is okay and then culture products that would be like your kombucha yogurts yogurt we always get the full fats we go for the full fat fresh cheese i mentioned i haven't even tried kimchi yet but i know that the korean culture they use that because it's cultured it helps with digestion we do real sauerkraut and Bubby's is a brand you can look for. It's kind of a funny kind of name. Glad you told them that. But it's super, super great. And you can make it yourself. It's really inexpensive. And then there's kefir or kefir. People say it different ways. But cultured food. So that's going to help get probiotics into your gut. And a lot of people, they get the nonfat, sugar-free, mm-hmm. whatever. And the... the, um, the Yogurt that you get, you get the whole, the yes. not non-fat. We'll do like but a then, Greek, yes, a Greek yogurt or a whole cow milk. Um, now, do you yogurt. get the fruit in there or not? I don't. You I put generally fresh don't. I do. Well, yeah, we, we don't even put fruit in ours usually, but we would. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, we have before. We put berries and things on it. And kombucha. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't know, you know, and I have mm-hmm. some in my fridge right now, but mm-hmm. explain what it is. Okay, so it's so strange. I was just making it this week with one of my sons makes it every week. And it, it can if you drink kombucha, it's going to save you money to make your own because you can save 60 to $50 a month just right there. But it's a cultured drink. It's known around the world. It, basically, you make tea. You have this mushroom thing that you stick in there. I was like, I don't understand this, but I sure love it. It's super fizzy. So if you love fizzy drinks, you can make it fizzy. And we've gotten our recipe perfected at our house. And so every week I drink. I had some this morning. But it's a culture drink. And it's just add, it's just like having yogurt, but it's not dairy. So people who can't do yogurt or dairy can have kombucha often. And it's energizing. It's full of minerals from what I understand, especially when you use the real sugar when you're making it. Now, the kefir, explain kefir. Okay, kefir is another one that's hard to explain, but it's um, like, for example, three of my children, we adopted them from Russia. They were babies on kefir. That's what they fed them. And what it is, you take uh, milk and you put it, these little grains that culture and it makes, it ferments it like buttermilk. Some of us in America are familiar with buttermilk from way back. My grandmother used to drink it all the time, but I never. I was like, oh, but it no. doesn't taste like buttermilk. No, it doesn't. It. And for me, I had to take it with maple syrup and some cinnamon. That's the way I can make myself drink it. No, some people put it in a smoothie or like that. I don't have kefir right now and have it for quite a while but when my little my little ones adopted were from Russia when they first came I made them kefir for a couple of years just to keep that in their life and also because it's reported to be extremely good for you from the probiotic standpoint and then the milk standpoint so and that, see I think it. people don't know that sauerkraut is cultured right yes well and then a lot of the sauerkraut you buy in the store don't have the culture in it because they've pasteurized it so making it yourself or getting a brand like Bubby's you will absolutely see a difference so the cultured idea is that around the world people will eat like sauerkraut or kimchi and when you pair that 
With, like if we're going to eat, say, pizza and we didn't make it ourselves this time, I almost always have a big pile of sauerkraut right there because really? that helps me digest that pizza. And the same thing with kimchi or um, the, just the cultured vegetables or the cultured drinks like kombucha. When you drink it, many people will drink that and it'll immediately cause them to go have a, you know, be digest, have a digestive. <laughs> how do you want to say that? How Get rid of that? it. Yeah. But it'll create, obviously, we'll say digestive activity. How about that? Activity. So anyway, but it's, it's the cultured effect, the probiotics when you put those in. Um, just it's very, very good for you. And anything you can do to improve digestion is going to change your energy level because digestion takes a lot of energy. If you put in things difficult to digest, you, no wonder you feel like that. So when you keep your digestion working in top order, and you'll know it, I knew, I could tell, this isn't right. This is not right. Something's wrong with what's happening in my body. Um, okay, so the eighth one here was just adding beans, which yes. some people hate beans. I love beans. Do you? I love them, too. I love I'm, beans. I'm just thrilled because my children all love them, too. And So we'll do pinto beans, black beans. Navy beans are super fast and easy to cook. Um, I'm not a big one on lima, but it's there. Black-eyed peas, not a favorite for me. Navy beans, I just love. Um, split peas. And then lentils are a quick one, too. So, you know, like pinto and black and navy, if you soak them ahead, that's best. But something like lentils, you could just pop them in and... 20 minutes later, they're you teeny. have something. Yeah, yes. they're tiny. Now, beans, you know, growing up as a gymnast, mm-hmm. we ate lots of beans and beans and rice. And right. It was just amazing how much of that we had. Mm-hmm. And so it was so great for protein and energy. Mm-hmm. And the beans and rice burned together. It was yeah. just a perfect energy. Exactly. Dinner, breakfast, anything before a meat. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I, I just grew up loving it, so that's, that's wonderful. That's and great. your kids, you know, it's good because a lot of kids will say, unless they grew up eating that, they don't really like them. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's one of the best. Okay, so that's your eight. Those yeah, are, those are my eight, eight things that you can change mm-hmm. for your diet. And with those changes, one of the things about the cultured food mm-hmm. is that they have enzymes, and that helps digest right. your food. Yep. Plus, it's got the prebiotics and the probiotics. Mm-hmm. And so, why would you not want that? Right. And so, you're getting it in your food instead of having to go out and buy it as well. I right. mean, there are people that go try to find it. Probiotics and prebiotics are interesting because they've got to get to the colon. They've got to get down to the right. s- you know small intestine and large intestine. Mm-hmm. And often, they'll die before they get there right. if they're not fresh. Right. And so, this is the best way to get it. Absolutely. And so, of course, your health would turn around. I'm so excited about the milled flour. Yeah. You know, so it, how much is a mill? Uh, I want to say it's like two sixty five or okay, something. Okay, that's like not that. too bad. Not too bad. But and you know what? People sell them used too because some people get enthusiastic and then change their mind. I bet so a lot. You of can find meals. You can. I mean, they're usually like a hundred dollars. You can Kinda find them, like and they're meant to last forever. So you know what? And about bread, just to say. It sounds crazy, like how in the world would you make bread for a family? But there's a machine you can buy called the Bosch Kitchen Center. You may have heard of it. And even KitchenAid, I think they've got a big one. And you can double and triple and quadruple recipes. So when I do make bread, and I pick a power day. Tuesday is like a power day for me every other week when our food comes. And then that other Tuesday when there's no food coming in, that's when I'm doing stuff like bread. But I mill it, and I use that machine, and it'll make me six loaves or six somethings right there. So I can make the dough. And turn it into cinnamon rolls and flatbread, and mm. I can just throw the dough back in the freezer in little, you know, shapes, and then pull it back out. We can roll it out into pizza crust, stuff like that. So I make a lot at once. If, if that helps people, because you can hardly imagine how would you make a loaf of bread for your family, knowing they're going to eat it like in two seconds. Well, one of the most exciting things about the way you guys eat is it's the way everyone wants to eat. Mm-hmm. But you add in the fruits and vegetables. It's the way that you do it mm-hmm. that allows you to have the pizza and the biscuits and the cinnamon right. rolls. And I mean, it's like whoa! It sounds like my grandma's house when I. Was Oh, yeah. going out in the country mm-hmm. you know with the wood stove and yes. it's um but this is simple things and people can go back to that and get away from because one of the things my, we ate uh, on the way home yesterday mm-hmm. and we tried to pick well mm-hmm. my husband still felt bad afterwards uh-huh. and felt sick and so especially with 
illnesses going around, yes. the Zika, but flu, all those mm-hmm. kinds of things. You don't know who's preparing your food and how well they are, and right. you know if they touch their hands or right. you know whatever. And so it the way to one of the ways to stay healthy is I usually prefer to eat at home mm-hmm. and make my food to go, whatever I can do. Yes. Now we have a place called um, Saving Time, T H Y M E, right down the road, okay. and they make fresh healthy, natural food meals for dinner. You just let them know, and then they prepare for you to pick up along the way and take home. That's great. And so I think tonight is brisket and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, but it's still $7.50. But that's a great price, okay? Sure. And it's all really good for me, but still spending that money, it's amazing to me how much I save when I make as much as I can. We have a very busy life, so we make it ahead of time. Yes. Now tell us some of the wonderful recipes you have. Okay, so, um, well, if I could get anyone just to start eating kale, that one right there would be a game changer, I think. And a lot of people don't like the taste of kale. That's what they right. say. So get, you know, get it and maybe go for organic if you're worried about the taste. So go, you know, if you think maybe there's a little, some funny flavor you don't care for. But I'm not, I'm not kidding you yesterday. My kids were tearing kale, and my six-year-old was eating the kale stem. Can I eat this? I'm like, can you eat the kale stem? Yes, you can. And then I sent two of them off to another room to go read, and the little two-year-old was sitting there playing with it, trying to tear the kale. And I'm like, hey, you got to go have story time. And he's like cramming kale in his mouth before he goes. I'm thinking, whoa. So uh, something Kristen said I heard on your radio interview, she said, you know, it's sweet. Really good vegetables are actually sweet. So once you change your sugars, get it cleared up, get your diet cleaned up, you're going to go, I'm not believing this, but this is really real. Broccoli actually can be sweet. Kale can be sweet. But if I could get people to do kale, especially the spicy, if you like spicy, I've got a spicy kale recipe. It's cayenne, and it's lemon juice. I mean, think about, like you said, seasonal vegetables, too. Think about oranges and lemons through the fall and into the winter, vitamin C, right Right. there. I mean, we don't eat oranges in the summer very much, necessarily, but all fall, there they are. So, um... Anyway, the kale is a major dish that we just love. And there's a sweet recipe we have, too, where you can just tear it all up, and you can do, like, honey and raisins and stuff like that. So if you really want a sweeter flavor, (laughs) you can do that. But our family has completely gone toward, like, nine times out of ten, they want the spicy one that's got cayenne in it. I would see that. Yeah. Especially Texas. Well, it's just super great. And so um, that's one thing that we did yesterday. And then we chopped up broccoli and cauliflower ready for later this week. When we get ready to do a stir fry, I'll cook some rice, and I'll just start cooking all those vegetables that are already ready, like we were saying. Um, so recipes, there's also, I would say, cabbage. Cabbage is one in our co-op. When we send cabbage out, people put it back. A few people do. So the host always has like six heads of cabbage. I'm like, well, you can give it away or you can eat it. And because I'm like, I'm going to keep sending it because it bites cancer. It's right. a cruciferous vegetable, a lot like, you know, broccoli and things. So, but we have several recipes there. And if you'll just shred it, use a food processor or just use your husband. <laughs> I mean, chop it up or whatever. Or your kids. Get them in that process, and there's some amazing, there's an Asian cabbage salad on there. And then we even do carrot salad, so you can just shred carrots. If you ever have tried fennel, you cut that up too, put it all in there, and you won't believe how good it is and how it will last for many days. So you really will have something to pull. Even, let's say, if you stopped and got your, even if it were a brisket sandwich or something, but you go home and you add it to a huge pile of carrot salad or a huge pile of cabbage, you've just made a big difference than just eating that and maybe some french fries or something. Well, and I I know that being healthy is one of the things that you really push. Um, how do you tell people the signs of malnutrition? What what is it that you say? If how do you know if you're deficient malnourished? You know malnourished. Right. right. Okay. So for g- going way back to like babies, it's like I remember being around little children that would have a difficult time just pottying. You know, just in their diaper, just difficult. And I'm like, okay, there's something wrong with that. So if you're looking at a little child and 
Um, for example, you can see if their tongue is coated and thick. I had a little foster boy I took care of, and when we changed his diet with lots of water and just fresh foods and all, he got to where he'd go to the bathroom without any difficulty, and his tongue just cleared right up. His breath changed. So things like feeling tired and weak. You know, obviously, if you're running it, burning the candle at both ends, you need a nap, and you need, you know, you need to eat. And so you may feel tired and weak from time to time, but if you feel like it's a characterization, I think that's what you should look at and see. Um, you know, if you're having difficulty losing or gaining weight, or if you're feeling nervous, um, extreme drowsiness, I would say, definitely problems with digestion. So um, constipation, for sure, is a really difficult one. And if you fix that, you're going to boost the energy. Well, and I know sleep for a lot of people, especially women who are hormonal. And so those are things, like I know that you've mentioned the getting the oil in the wheat, it will help mm-hmm. prevent the dry and oily skin. So many people right. have that now. Right. Eczema is like crazy. I, right. I had somebody yesterday talking about it. And so dry skin, mm-hmm. if you get it in your wheat, if you mm-hmm. get it in your flour, right. instead of eating all the processed, you'll right. be amazed. And will. So, oh, the, I've heard of just the wheat alone curing, like where people had blockages in their colon, mm-hmm. and they were scheduled for surgery. So just getting the real fiber and the real oil in there is going to make a big difference. And one thing I think for us that made a big difference was just the hope that it could change, um, that we could change. And then part of what did it for us was reading the good books, like, what the Bible has to say about healthy living is a great one. It's ancient. If you don't, you may or may not believe in the Bible, but it's definitely a book with a lot of detail in it about health and, and nutrition. It works. Even in the first like two chapters, it talks about herbs for healing. So it's like, well, hello, basil alone that you sprinkle on your spaghetti sauce or wherever you put it is good for you. Full of antioxidants and things like that, antioxidants. But I was going to um, remember to tell you about the movie Fully Charged. Fully um, Charged. Fully Charged, and it's going to emphasize uh, moving and eating and rest. Because a lot of us fudge on the rest factor. But it's great for families to watch. It's motivational. We, we bought it and own it. It's like, okay, we're going to watch this from time to time. Because if you can get your mind headed in the right direction through, you know, what was it, Fat, Sick, or Nearly Dead? Or, you know, I, some love of that, that, I love that documentary, Fat, yeah, Sick, and Nearly Dead. And so super fully charged. Me. Yeah, fully charged. And when you watch that kind of stuff or read those kind of books, you got it. You've got, you've turned, you're turning yourself around in possibly generations. Thank you so much for, for just being here today, Monica. And you guys go to her blog, yourhealthsourceblog.org, mm-hmm. and her webpage for her and her family, yourhealthsource.org. Yes. And if you're in Texas or Oklahoma, order, order, mm-hmm. and see what comes. And yeah. just, it's wonderful. So I just encourage you and um, just live well yeah. and eat healthy and don't be sick. No. As the documentary says, sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yes. Don't be fat, sick, and nearly dead. That's right. Have energy. Get your vision better, sleep better, hormones better by eating fresh fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And you guys have a great week. We'll see you back here next week on Living Well with Ann Beal. Take care. Thank you again for joining us. Living Well with Ann Beal airs live every Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait to see you again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. 
The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 